All right, welcome to Lacrosse Talk PM. I'm hosting today. Sorry. Just kidding. Uh, Dave's gone. He bailed on me because we didn't know what time the Brewers game was going to be on. We didn't know what time the Bucks game was going to be on. And apparently neither of them will be on during our show. So whatever I said earlier, uh, I was lying by mistake. Uh, a couple of things I wanted to talk about, and if you guys want to get in on the conversation, the Better Hearing Center talk and text line, 608-785-7914. I actually have the text line up, so I'll read text. And I have like 17 tabs open so that uh, I can keep the info going when I run out of stuff to talk about. <laughs> um, first of all, and I'll just give you give you some highlights and then we can get into the weeds after the news, but uh, Tim Cabot's on social media. He's on Facebook today. Uh, he wrote an, you want to call it an op-ed or just a piece, a column in the Tribune a couple of days ago. And uh, so he posted that on, on his Facebook page. And I, I think you have to add him as a friend. Me and him are friends on Facebook uh, to see this. Um, but uh, people people are commenting on, on what he's written, and, and he's commenting to their comments because he's the mayor and he's going to talk to the people. Uh, but it's kind of funny to watch the uh, the comments get out of hand sometimes because you know what Facebook is. Facebook's meant to complain about stuff, so we're going to complain about the roads. That's what we're going to do on, on Facebook to Mayor Tim Cabot's Facebook page. Um, some other things, uh, no lifeguards at the beaches this summer. Do we care about that? Is that a big deal? Are you? Uh, I feel like the parents that send their kids to the beach and then hope the lifeguards are babysitters maybe care about that. I don't know if that actually happens. I don't have kids, so I don't know. I would feel nervous about doing that. But I see sometimes, like, kids at the YMCA and nobody's, like, nobody seems to be around. There's, like, 50 kids in the gym, and they're all really young, and it's like, where are the 50 parents that are supposed to be here? But um, So no lifeguards at the beaches. That was kind of the big news in town aside from um, fixing the roads. Uh, another thing I noticed, so me and Hayes talked about playing volleyball, not talk about playing volleyball, but I played volleyball at timeout in the Crescent and uh, right off Highway 16 or 61 or whatever road that is. Um, and the hotel that's going up in the Crescent, is it looks like it's getting pretty close to being done. I think they just probably have to, you know, I haven't been inside it, so I don't know what the insides look like, but the outside looks awesome. And they probably just have to pave the parking lot, which would be nice so we don't have to park on the road anymore over there. But uh, I noticed a sign, and I guess I haven't, like, I haven't really paid attention a whole lot to maybe maybe this is pretty common knowledge, but there's signs outside that hotel, and it doesn't say, like, Holiday Inn or whatever it is. It says uh, Lacrosse Area Event Center. There's a couple of signs that say that out there. So I'm kind of wondering if uh, this, this hotel slash event center going up in the Crescent that looks pretty awesome is going to compete a little bit with our lacrosse center that's going through a $42 million expansion. Um, if you guys want to talk about that and maybe know anything about that, like what the what the lacrosse area event center slash hotel going up in the Crescent is, is going to, you know, if it's going to be able to compete. What I think is funny about the lacrosse center is we're spending $42 million to upgrade it and, and probably some backlogging on, you know, basic upgrades that probably didn't get done, electrical, roof, ceiling, whatever, like stuff like that that hasn't been done and, you know, in maybe a decade or more, and they, whoever just forgot to do it or they just haven't been keeping upkeep on it. But a lot of the things that I hear with the lacrosse center and what they want to do to expand it and, and make it better with $42 million is just convention center stuff, like adding 
ballrooms and 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 stuff like that. So I I really don't. I I feel like that's not like a unique thing that that has to do with the lacrosse center. And uh, we're gonna go to the phones here. Caller, you're on. Who's this? Okay, who do you think it is? Hey, how are you doing? Okay. Main Street guy. Hi. Good, good. So uh, what I'm thinking when I heard about the, uh, you know, the, the renovations that are going to go on there, and the North Hall seemed to be really popular, and then a few people, I think with contracts, called up and complained that it was going to be smaller. You know, the impression I got of the renovation was that they are taking care of some of that electrical and roofing stuff, but basically we're prettying up, but maybe the the actual services in all areas aren't going to be, you know, the actual building may not, you know, serve a lot of uh, the intended purpose, at least that it did in the past. And and that made me feel like, you know, the uh, when I heard about La Crescent doing this, I'm like, that is really smart. You know, they're, they're, uh, lacrosse wants to jack up the room tax and all that stuff. And people who plan these events, they look at the overall cost for individuals to do it. Mm-hmm. And they might just take a look over the river and say, oh, how cool. There's the size we need. Yeah, There's plenty of parking. There's all that. So, yeah, when I heard about that, I thought lacrosse Smart job, excellent. Well, what you were saying about, like, uh, vendors complaining, or not vendors, uh, contractors complaining, it was like the boat show. The boat show was complaining, I believe, about having the North Hall shrunk, and, and they were like, that's where, you know, like, we do our stuff in there. If it's going to be shrink, if it's going to shrink, then we're not going to, we don't want to do our business in there. Right. Um, so I think but it was they're that. So worried about, they're so worried about keeping, like, Moses and, you know, some of these bigger ones, but, you know, <laughs> I mean, yeah, you got to pretty things up, but if you're going to actually decrease the size on some of these meeting rooms and you know some of these uh, venues, I, I think you might be you might be having some problems. And you've paid what? How many? Forty-three million for it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think they should be really careful. Yeah, well, here's the thing, though. What I think is okay. So you have this brand new building in the Crescent uh, that's maybe going to compete for these, you know, not Moses, but some of the smaller ones. But the lacrosse center is right. unique in that it holds concerts indoor. Is there another place within two hours that could hold, you know, 7,500 people for a concert or basketball game? I don't know. Or monster I don't know if there's an, I don't know if there's anything that big, but you know, I I think when I think when you look at the cost of this and what they're going to have to do to scramble to pay for it, I think. I think a lot of surrounding communities are going to get really smart, and for that matter, just uh, you know, businesses that are located in town or in county. I think a lot of them are going to get really smart and just go out a little farther. I think they're. I think they're. You know, you hear a lot of the city planners complain about uh, you know the urban sprawl and going out to the suburbs and all this stuff, but a lot of these policies kind of they're making it happen. They're encouraging it and complaining about it at the same time. So, I mean, I, I really don't know what the middle ground is, but I, I think they're going to have a problem on their hands with, uh, you know, smart guys and La Crescent doing what they're doing. Sure. All right. Thanks, man. your guy for the call. Um, oops, I hung up on him a little earlier there. Not on purpose. Sorry. Uh, 
Yeah, so, the, well, we can get into this uh, after the break. i got to take a quick break uh, for news, and uh, we'll be right back. We can talk about the lacrosse center. Um, I still want to get into what Cavett talked about on Facebook, about um, just in, in general, maybe just him, him having to comment and all, all the people complaining. But uh, we'll be right back. Here we go. Welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. If you want to get on here, you, you can text me to 608-785-7914. Uh, we were just talking about a little bit about competing with the Lacrosse Center. Um, I saw, I, I just noticed across the uh, across the river uh, in La Crescent, the hotel that's going up there right on the main drag has signs that say Lacrosse Area Events Center, I believe. And will that will that compete a little bit with the what the lacrosse center wants the business the lacrosse center wants to bring in and the point i didn't get to about that um with the lacrosse center and the expansion it's doing and you know i honestly i don't know i'm sure that most of uh what most of the business the lacrosse center brings in for for the the year is probably convention business and and meetings you're always seeing people going in and out of that but I don't think that's what makes the lacrosse center unique to the area and even like the, the surrounding area. Like you can go, you got to get to Madison or Rochester to get to an event center this big that can hold this many people. Um, should the $42 million we're spending to upgrade the lacrosse center be spent on convention stuff or should we make the arena and, um, you know, concerts and, you know, make that more unique to to the area since there are no other venues like that. Should we make the the concert experience, the going to a basketball game experience, or whatever sporting events you want to have in there? Um, they have the monster trucks in there all the time, and it's it's that's kind of a crazy crazy scene if you've ever been in there because the trucks like gun it and then they stop right before they slam into the wall um, because it's that for that it's pretty small, um, and then. Flipping the front of the building of the lacrosse center to make the riverfront the front of the building because obviously we have riverfront property in lacrosse and people want to come and if we're going to come and go out of that building and this will probably be the biggest undertaking but shouldn't we want to come and go with the Mississippi River on the horizon as you come and go out of that building or somehow make the the Mississippi River in the Riverside Park. Uh, part of part of the experience when you're when you're at the lacrosse center, um, as a, these are things that I think make that building unique and make that venue unique to the area because the 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 having concerts there and the fact that it's riverfront property and if you go behind there like that, it's just the basic back of a building so it's kind of funny that that nobody thought ahead. When, when they built that thing, but I guess like maybe the riverfront and Riverside Park wasn't wasn't there when it was built. Um, some other things: six zero eight seventy five seven nine one four. If you guys want to get in here, um, another thing: Mayor Tim Cabot. So I'm just going to pull this up a little. Where is it at here? Um, he posted a, a something he wrote in the Tribune, and and uh, one of the comments, and he just like the the article. You know, it's just talking about it's a lot of numbers and you know the city is is lowering a lot of these numbers when when maybe on social media people like to complain so i think that's what i think that's what the mayor is getting at is like hey a lot of everyone seems to be complaining about this stuff but we're actually doing pretty good when it comes to you know debt and numbers and how we're spending money and um so some of the comments under this is one, one person is all in all caps only seven miles which is i think 
the average amount of miles that the the city fixes of streets a year or a, a season. I guess not really a year because we're only fixing streets for like you know four months out of the year because then it snows until May. Um, but 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 the lady so the lady complains about that. How many other miles of roads need fixing? Triple, quadruple, quadruple question mark. That's all caps. Quadruple question mark. That's a big one. Uh, so Cabot, hi Carol. Thanks for the question. There are about 250 miles of streets within the city, including state highways. So 250 miles in the city of La Crosse. About 50 miles are rated in poor condition and need to be replaced right now. Again, this is Tim Cabot uh, uh, on his comment to fixing only seven miles of streets. So about 50 miles in La Crosse or in the city of La Crosse rated in poor condition and need to be replaced now. About 80 miles are in fair condition and need replacement in a few years. And about 85 miles are considered in good condition. If we repair and maintain seven miles each year, we could expect our streets to last about 30 years. Back in the 1950s and 1960s, the city had 170 miles of streets, and the street department had almost 60 employees. They repaired about 10 miles of street each year. We have less than 40 employees in the department today. For whatever reason, about 10 to 15 years ago, the city repaired about two miles each year, causing us to fall far behind. If we can keep going at about seven miles each year, we will definitely see the difference. Plus, in the next few years, several of the state highways will get addressed, including Jackson Street, State Road in 2021, and uh, La Crosse Street and South Avenue the year after that in 2022. So, uh, so Kevin's making a good point there, uh, but, you know, 80, 50 miles in poor condition, so we're going to, we're going to chip seven miles of that. And I don't know how many of, 50 of those 50 miles are city-owned streets versus state-owned streets because the city can't fix the state streets, apparently. Um, and in that article, Kevin talks about how funding to the city from the state and feds has, has decreased somewhat. So Cabot makes makes a good point there. They're, they're fixing a lot more roads than a couple of years ago when they were doing two miles a year. They're up to seven, and they have uh, 20 less employees than they did in, in the 50s and 60s, so a long time ago when they didn't even have as many roads. But so, so someone else comments after Cabot has this very, you know, informative comment. I agree, and this guy's name is Padro Johnson, I agree you have 40 street employees, but the way they work, they equal about 10 employees. They are set in their, way, they are set in their ways of going slow and parking under bridges. My friend just started, and he used to own his own business. He was told multiple times to slow down. Quote, if it takes you 30 minutes to get a wrench, make sure it takes you 39 minutes, end quote. Um, he literally wrote, end quote. Uh, this is the problem. Ten guys working, two in the hole, and eight watching. So uh, I looked at Pedro's Facebook profile, and he, he lives in Dubai. <laughs> so he's from Appleton, Wisconsin, apparently, but he uh, literally lives in Dubai right now. So that's where we're at with social media, you guys. When, so, and, and Cabot didn't reply to, to that guy, but it's kind of funny. So, I mean, there's some trolls out there, and then, you know, maybe maybe Tim knows some of these people on his comments because, obviously, Facebook friends, but uh, – it's just kind of funny to, to see to see some of these comments. Um, 608-75-7914 if you want to get in here. I'm trying to look uh, at the text line. No text. Nobody's texting me at all. Um, uh, so the other thing I wanted to get to, and this was just kind of off the cuff, but um, best board game of all time. You guys, what's your best board game of all time? I really wanted to start the show with that, but we got it kind of caught up into uh, the lacrosse center. Uh, I mentioned this to Dave. Monopoly, Risk, 
Uh, somebody told me chess is the best board game of all time. Hands down, no argument. Chess. Uh, my favorite is Risk. If you guys, uh, if you guys have a better board game out there, Monopoly has got to be in the top three. Risk, I think, is probably a little obscure, but if you've ever played Risk, uh, you know that. Uh, I mean, they did a Seinfeld episode on it for crying out loud, but you know how how heated those could get. And chess, I obviously I don't like chess, right? Like I'm more of a checkers guy. No, I'm just kidding. My neighbor was playing chess yesterday. I was watching. It was kind of funny to watch him. Um, but uh, a couple other things. Uh, the Bucks play tonight. If you guys want to give me a, a little Bucks preview, I'm all about it because this is, you know, this doesn't, this hasn't happened since 2001. The Bucks are in the Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, they play the Raptors in Game Four tonight. They're up two games to one in Game Four, so uh, we're, we're we're likely looking at them winning. But they've been up two games to one against the Raptors two years ago, and they lost the series. They were up two games to one the last time they were in the Eastern Conference Finals back in 2001 when Sam Cassell. Ray Allen and Glenn Big Dog Robinson were the original big three. Maybe not the original, but they, that's when we started calling them the big three. They're up two games to one on the Philadelphia 76ers that year, and uh, they lost that that time too. So it hasn't been hasn't been great for the Bucks, even up two games to one in the playoffs lately and back in the day. Uh, we'll go to the phones. Uh, number three, how's it going? How are you doing there, Pilgrim? Good. You got Main Street to... Rattle your cage, you two got along pretty good. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I hear they're not going to have lifeguards at the beach. Yeah, we, I mentioned that earlier. Do you do you do we care about that? That's fine. Uh, right? I wonder if are they going to have lifeguards at the new pool? Well, they they don't know because they don't have enough lifeguards. <laughs> That's probably why they don't have lifeguards at the beaches because they can't find enough lifeguards to work at the pool. Okay. Well, maybe they. I don't know if I'd send my kids, if I, my grandkids, to a beach or the pool if there was no lifeguards there. Well, you're there though, right? Like you're not just sending them there without supervision. Well, a lot of people, a lot of people just drop their kids off and take off. But that's when a lifeguard is there. Well, I don't know. They're gonna. Won't some people think that somebody else will watch their kids? Yeah, that's what. I've I've heard of people dropping their kids off at the library for the day and taking off. (laughs) Well, I see that at the Y. I mentioned this too. At the Y, it seems like you know there's like 50 kids in the gym playing, and I'm like, where are the 50 parents? There's not 50 parents. That's what I mean. So So. I mean, uh, I don't think this is a very good idea. If we got money to spend a hundred thousand dollars for a traffic count around town that we done four years ago, I'm sure we should be able to hire some lifeguards. Well, no, that's the problem. They don't have, they're, they're having trouble hiring enough lifeguards. So they don't even have enough lifeguards to do the pools, let alone the river. Well, then I don't think we should be in the pool business or the life or the beach business. Right, and they're getting out of the beach business, right? I mean, Well, no kind of that looks that way, yeah. Well, anybody can build something, but I guess to uh, run it or maintain it, they can't do it. Yeah. So I think it's a very bad idea to have people dropping their kids off and go to work and leave them at the pool all day long. Right, but that's not on the city, you know. Right, that's well, on the parents. Yeah, I say that's on the city. I mean, if the if parents are dropping their kids off at the pool or the river and they drown because the city didn't have a lifeguard, well, at the river and the city didn't have a lifeguard, that's not the parents. That's not the city's fault. That's the parents for dropping their kids I don't off. Know, and leaving it's them. City property. I don't know. You bet, they better get a couple of Philadelphia lawyers to figure this one out before they open it up. The beach and the pool. Well, people are going to go to the beach regardless of whether it's oh, yeah, or yeah. open. 
But, I mean, now when they got that, spending all that money on that swimming pool that lost two and a half semi-loads of water a day, I think they better get a couple of lifeguards around there, well, they, all of them. They caught that. That's my they caught that idea. crack up. They caught that crack up. It's fine now. Oh, well, I remember it was two and a half semi-loads. We figured that out, you and I and Mitch. Yeah, we. that's a weird analogy because you don't often fill semis with water, so I don't know. But, yeah, it was like 17,000 gallons a day, I think. Yeah, two and a half semi-loads of water a day. But now we got that fixed. You're doing a good job Three, early on. $3.1 million for the pool, memorial pool. Okay. That's a lot of money. Yeah. Not as much money as the lacrosse center, though. No, about $40 million short. Yeah, and we haven't we figured haven't out. we haven't financed that yet, either. No, and we haven't. Is Ho-Chunk going to donate to the lacrosse center? They donated to the pool the other day. Well, they should. They haven't been paying their taxes. Yeah. <laughs> they owe the state money, so they should be able to fork a lot of money out. Right, okay. Carry <laughs> on. Have a good day. You too. Thanks. Uh, we're going to go back to Eric. Hi, Eric. Hi, Eric. And I'm wondering, uh, go with the uh, Bucks around tonight. If they win the series with Toronto, what happens next? They go to the semifinals or the finals? They play Golden State Warriors for the NBA championship. If they win, if they win the series with Toronto, and they go for the national championship. Yeah, NBA championship, yep. Okay, that's all I want to know, thanks. <laughs> okay. That was the easiest NBA analysis I've ever done in my life. Uh, yeah, the Golden State Warriors swept Portland Trailblazers last night. Uh, they won... Portland missed a, a buzzer beater to, to win to win the game, which would have been their first win. And Golden State didn't have Kevin Durant, who's arguably their best player um, by some accounts. I don't believe that. And they also didn't have their eh, fifth best player, Andre Iguodala. So they, they beat Portland without two of their top five, which is pretty pretty impressive. But also Portland's kind of awful. Uh, we gotta go. We gotta go do news. Scott's comment. Uh, we'll be back after this. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. I'm your host, Rick Solom, 608-785-7914, the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. I think my texts weren't refreshing because now i got a whole bunch of them. And uh, just reset a little bit. We were talking about the Lacrosse Center expansion. Uh, we, were talking about, <laughs> we were talking about pools and lifeguards and how the city is in the pool business and doesn't have enough lifeguards for the pools, let alone the river. Uh, they're not even going to have lifeguards on the river or the beaches this year. Uh, what else were we talking about? Oh, the uh, La Crescent is building a hotel and uh, an event center. They're calling it the Lacrosse Area Event Center. So will that compete with our Lacrosse Center that's getting a $42 million expansion? Um, so I'm just going to jump to some of these texts. Oh, and then uh, the other thing, uh, Mayor Tim Cabot y- y- having uh, having arguments, or eh, I don't know if you want to call them arguments, but he's he's commenting on, on, uh, on Facebook to some of the people that just are questioning uh, some of the things that the city is doing, or just they have concerns. So he's he's trying, you know, somebody was concerned about the noise in their neighborhood, and 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 Cabot's just on there like, hey, if it's if there's vandalism or noise, you know, you got to call the police. Not noise, but like they were talking about vandalism too. Um, but it's just kind of funny to see see our mayor's got to he's got to be on fa- on Facebook just you know fighting the fighting the comments. You're getting sucked into social media, so it's all it's always kind of funny to see that. Uh, 608-785-7914, uh, to get to the text line, oh, one of the, one of the comments on Cabot, sorry, I keep jumping back to this, one of the comments on, on, one of the quote-unquote trolls on Cabot's Facebook was from Dubai, so he's commenting on how city workers in the cross are lazy and only two of them work while eight of them watch, and, and, uh, that comment came from a guy in Dubai, so, uh, Greg's on there, I think he was smoking Dubai's, 
That's one of the texts. Uh, another one said, I wonder when the pool will open at Memorial Pool. Texter, that's coming. I don't know who that who texted that, but that is going to open in July. The $3.1 million Memorial Pool is going to open in July. Another texter said, risk, exclamation point. I think they're commenting that risk is the best board game. I'm hosting tomorrow, so I think we'll get into the board game situation tomorrow. Uh, libertarian guy on the text line, I wonder if... When they built the lacrosse center, anybody planned for needing to spend $42 million in 2019? I wonder how many million dollars they will want to spend 20 years from now when they try to compete with other cities who have built bigger venues. And I think pro- the problem with some of that $42 million uh, libertarian guy on text is that they didn't do any upkeep. Well, maybe not any upkeep, but they, they missed a lot of the upkeep for the lacrosse center. So I think a lot of that's just they're trying to catch up. And, you know, now knowing this, hopefully they go into each year going, okay, we need to upgrade the locker rooms or the lighting or the flooring or the carpets or whatever. So they do that a little bit at a time, kind of like when we're fixing the roads. We're fixing the roads seven miles at a time, like Cabot said on Facebook, as opposed to being 80 miles of broken roads in the hole and then having to catch up, which it seems like where lacrosse is with the roads as well. Um, so... Yeah, so maybe part of that $42 million is just like, hey, we got to catch up because whoever was working this thing earlier wasn't, we weren't fixing it. Uh, libertarian guy also, $20 million here, $100,000 there, $2 million for a car wash, $42 million for the lacrosse center. Pretty soon you're talking some real money. I mean, we didn't even hit a billion yet, libertarian guy, so it's not even real money yet, right? Because we don't care until when? A trillion, a billion? What? <laughs> money is, is so hard to, like, have conceptualize or, or envision like a billion, a million. Like um, when we talk about like the deficit and the tax cuts, and now the forty-two million dollars for the lacrosse center, the hundred thousand dollars he's mentioning is for a parking study. The city's doing a parking study as it implements paying for parking on the streets. They're now also going to do a parking study as opposed to doing a parking study and then implementing, you know, parking plans on the streets. They're kind of going backwards there. Um, I don't agree with that, but I also don't want to pay for parking either, so I'm just not going to agree. Uh, let's see, who else? Joe, if they put a lifeguard filter on Snapchat, which would turn swimmers into Game of Thrones characters, you would get more Gen Z kids to lifeguard. What if we just put a lifeguard filter on swimmers in the river so that the Snapchat filter, look they would look like lifeguards, and then we wouldn't have to worry about it? So, Joe, I have no idea what that is. Good try. Uh, Hayes texted in, at what age can kids be unsupervised? So we were talking about if there's no lifeguards at the beaches in lacrosse, are we just sending the kids? <laughs> there's no more parents that are, can send the kids to the beach and not worry about them anymore because a lifeguard will rescue them when they drown or when they're drowning. Um, but now we can't do that. You can't just drop your kids off at the beach and, and feel safe uh, because nobody's there to rescue them if they need to you know, be taken out of the water or just if they, you know, if anything else happens to them at the at the beach because, like, there's all kinds of stuff that could happen to them. So what age can kids be unsupervised? Eight years old, ten years old? Do you guys know what you, what age are you are you comfortable just saying, see you later, kids, and they, you know, take off on their bikes and head to, you know, wherever? The pool? The, the park? Uh, we're going to go to the phones here. Yeah, who's this? This is Mary. Hey, Mary. Yeah, 
I've asked this question before and never got an answer from it. The golf course that's on Losey Boulevard, uh, it was Ford bought Hills? by the city, and so it's leased out. But there were two really nice swimming pools there, one very large and one smaller. My question is, those should be accessible to, if, if they pay to get in like they do to the other pool, they should be able to swim there swim over on Campbell Road, and then you've got Erickson Pool. So um, I, I, I wouldn't ever let kids, maybe junior high age, high school, I would let them go to the beach. But yeah. I would never let younger kids go to the beach unsupervised, Okay. even if there were lifeguards. Sure. All right. Thanks, You ma'am. really have to watch. I mean... <laughs> A lot of people don't even realize this, but the current that's below that bridge, almost every single year there's some idiot high school kid that decides to jump off the bridge for a, beer, a case of beer or whatever it is that they're going to give them, and usually someone gets hurt or they drown. It's a very strong current under that bridge on the Mississippi. Sure. All right. Thanks for the call, Mayor. pull them right down. Okay. Thank you. Yep. I just got I got other callers here. Uh, yeah, who's this caller? Hey, so if Mary's offering a case of beer to go jump off that bridge, I'll do it. Just produce the beer first. Today? Get it done. Today, though, it's cold. It's kind of cold, though. Oh, I don't – whatever. What, I mean, any beer? It, it could be, be Meister Brew. Free. <laughs> any beer. Free beer is fine, you know, any beer. But really, though, I don't know. It just seems crazy with this lifeguard thing, you know. It's too bad that they can't find kids a lifeguard anymore, but true, you should. Uh, if you're going to have your kids down there in the water, you should be watching them. Don't count on anybody else. Then, too, like when I was a kid, 9, 10, 12 years old, my parents didn't know if I was swimming in the river or not, you know, and that's the big problem. It's like nowadays all the kids are like, oh, is this bone broth? transgender it's like get over it go experience fun go swim in the river not everybody has to know what you're doing on social media just be a kid okay all right man thanks for the call um yeah part of the problem is uh we don't let kids do anything on their own anymore but um man i would be i would be nervous if if my kids were gone i don't know i guess I, i i don't know what age but if they're just gone and take off on their bikes and they're they're gonna go swimming in the river with no lifeguards, maybe maybe I'd be a little bit nervous. I don't know. As a kid, though, I kind of did that too. So there were lifeguards though when I went to Grandma's in Shano and I went swimming in the river there. Uh, we we'll go back to the phone. So who's this? Hey, this is Andy. Pretty uh, simple solution. If you want someone to do something and they're not willing to do it, uh, pay them more. <laughs> yeah, lifeguards. You know, right? I mean, yeah. Yeah, definitely. That's what I was thinking. Um, I don't know what the lifeguards are getting paid, so. Well, so they, I mean, everyone's going to sit there and be like, well, if you're sitting up there and you're not doing anything, you shouldn't be paid that much money. And it's like, well, think about a mechanic, you know what I mean? When you when you pay him to fix your car and all he does is, like, you know, fix a switch or, or fix a sensor or something like that, you're not paying them to do that one thing. You're paying them for the security, the knowledge, the insurance. We should be paying lifeguards a decent wage if they're really that valuable, if the current is that strong, if it's that dangerous. Right, and we're not they, paying them to sit on their butt. We're paying them to save lives. Well, I was thinking, too, we could pay to train them, too, right? Like, there's some training that goes into lifeguards, maybe free training. 
Yeah, I mean, like I said, you're definitely on to something. There's definitely some, it seems to be some misappropriation of money on the city level. And we're doing a whole bunch of catch-up stuff, and we're not uh, funding things possibly how they should be. So, yeah. Eh. Right, isn't that the story of everyone's life? Thanks for the call. Yeah. All right, we're going to go uh, back to Main Street Guy, right? That's right. All right. All right, um, you know, I don't think the issue, we got a ton of certified lifeguards in this area, thanks to the Y programs and some others. Um, I don't think the issue was the lifeguarding or the money for lifeguarding. I think because of that location, it was the security aspect. <clears throat> like you had a bunch of, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm not used to talking on the radio. You had a bunch of, like, uh, half-naked 25-year-olds playing volleyball, uh, you know, mid and end of the day, <clears throat> drinking out of glass bottles on the beach. <clears throat> and so I think it was more of that stuff that there was a problem with. Yeah, you got to keep in mind, too, that uh, the park district is running those petty bone camps. So kids are going there at the end of their camp day. Sure. And there was kind of a lack of security. Like, they change in those changing rooms where those half-naked 25-year-olds are smoking pot and slamming beer bottles on the ground and stuff. Sure. So I think the issue was getting security in there and making sure that was taken care of so lifeguards can just lifeguard. Yeah. All right. Thanks for the call. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll cut him off because I, I think he needs the call. <laughs> um, yeah, the, the, the city, uh, there is a story that the, the city's having trouble hiring lifeguards for the pool, so I don't know, and they don't have to hire lifeguards for the, the beaches anymore on the river because they're not having lifeguards there. Uh, we're going to take a break. We'll be back. All right, we just got a minute here, so I'm not going to be able to get to the call. Sorry. I can read these couple of texts here. I've literally one minute. Um, Bill says, isn't UWL all about athletics? Couldn't they make lifeguarding accredited course where they could have college students man the beaches? Um, I think at this point, Bill, they need those kids to or students to uh, man the pools. They don't have enough lifeguards for the pools. And they're opening another pool in July. The memorial pool should be open by July, so they're going to need more lifeguards. Then again, who knows how the weather will be. Maybe we won't use the pool at all because it will be snowing out. That seems to happen. Uh Joe, how are we so blessed with the graces of Main Street Guy in plenty this evening? Okay. I didn't vent that one. Vent that one. Uh, Tom P., Lacrosse Center expansion, seven times cost to build. Have they fallen out of their tree? $42 million divided by 20,000 taxpayers is 2100 in taxes. Um, I guess if you're, we're going to pay for the Lacrosse Center in a year, is that what we're going to do? We're going to pay for it? All in one sitting, forty-two million dollars. Okay, that's all. That's all the time. We'll be back tomorrow. We can continue this uh, then.